Welcome to the Pop Ninja Podcast, where we reminisce about the pop culture of the 70s, 80s, and beyond. From bell-bottom jeans to parachute pants, from Panama Jack shirts to members-only jackets, from Smurfs and Scooby-Doo to Thundar the Barbarian. If you had a Rubik's Cube, wore a Swatch Watch, was crazy about Max Headroom, or ever wondered who shot JR, then this podcast is where you will feel right at home. Now, jump in the DeLorean time machine and join your hosts, Lisa and Patrick, as they take you on a pop culture adventure through the greatest decades of all time. Hello out there in podcast land, and welcome back to the totally awesome Pop Ninja podcast. I'm Patrick Bennett, coming to you from the swamps of Southwest Louisiana, and joining me over Zoom from the great state of Pennsylvania is my partner in crime, Miss Lisa Everett. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Patrick. I'm excited. We're all back. Cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, we've been on a little break. And, uh, yeah, a little break. Now, now we're back with a brand new season of Pop Ninja. Yeah, awesome. And, and Lisa, you wanted to do a Valentine's Day special since we're in February and we're coming yes. back. So we're going to kick yes. off season two with that. All right. Yes, yes it's all me. <laughs> so you ready to cast some pods? Yes, but I can I do some trivia on you first? No. Like you do, yes. Like no. you did me. I don't know if you want to do trivia uh, on me too, but you, I have some trivia for you that revolves around this love stuff, this uh, you know, lovey-dovey. Okay, I, I'll tell you right now, love <laughs> trivia is not my forte. Not your, okay, well, we could try. You never know. You never right. know. Okay, so can I start? Can I ask you a question? Yeah, what you got? It's time once again for a round of Super Retro Trivia. Sit down, strap on that thinking cap, and get ready to go. In five, four, three, two, one. Okay. So, okay. Who guest starred on The Love Boat as a passenger more times than anyone? Uh, give me a hint. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, she was on another really popular, I think, late 60s show. And the man that played her husband on the show also was on the love boat. And but they never um, they never played like as a husband and wife on the love boat. But there's one one scene where they see each other across the room and they give each other like a little nod, you know, and it's kind of like um, to acknowledge oh. that they were a couple on another big time show that revolved around Not a bunch of kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, Oh, I'm trying to think of her name. H Henderson. Uh, yeah. What's her name? First name? Florence Henderson. Florence Henderson. Yeah. She was on nine times. And then <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> Charo was on eight times. Cool. Yeah. Hoochie coochie, Gucci, whatever she does. Yeah. Okay. So, um, okay. Here's another question. So, uh, boo, you got it wrong, but okay, here's another. I got it right. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, you did. Okay, wait, wait, <laughs> you didn't get it right, but you had help. Okay, but I've had help lots of times too. So, okay, you're right. I, I don't know what I'm thinking. Okay, so um, here's the second one. Okay, what was the famous tagline that Chuck Woolery said when he went to a commercial um, on Love Connection? Man. What he said, he said, I'll be. Something about about two and two or yeah, back in two and two. Two and two and two yeah. and six. <laughs> it's not about two two. <laughs> two twos. Okay. Yeah. A couple twos. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Oh, that's okay. There's another one. Um, what is considered to be the number one romantic movie of the eighties? What do I consider? No, that's not what you consider. <laughs> that's an opinion. Okay. It's what, uh, the world considers like to be number one uh, of just the 80s of the 80s and this is actually 1989 i'll give you a hint it's when the movie's from well so late 80s I, I know they play the line from uh harry and sally uh harry met sally all the time on uh yeah uh, like tv trivia thing something yeah. is it that one yep when harry met sally okay, okay. have you seen it have you seen when Harry? Yeah, I saw it when it first came out, and that was it. Okay, that was I've enough a, for me. Oh, I love <laughs> no, that movie. Playing. Okay, <laughs> um, okay. Do you know who the top power couple of the '80s was? Power couple of the '80s. Power couple. Mm. Like Man, um, they are no longer together. <laughs> well, <laughs> <you're another hint. laughs> they were powerful in the '80s, but it didn't last. Um, he was in. Pretty woman, and she was a pretty woman. Okay. So I'm, I'm trying to think of his name. You're talking about the star of Pretty Woman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the guy. The guy, yeah. I'm trying to think of his name. I can picture him. Oh, officer and gentleman. Yeah. Uh, uh, Richard Gere. Yeah. And, and you know who he dated I don't me? know who he was dating. Who was he dating? Cindy Crawford. Okay. Cindy Crawford. You didn't know that? I, I probably did at the time. Okay. I can't keep up with all couples in the world. Okay. Well, that's a long time. That's 30 years ago. Okay. So, um, okay. Here's one more. Okay. Have you seen seen the movie Some Kind of Wonderful? Yes. Okay. What did Keith spend his entire savings on? Some earrings. Yay. (laughs) You made it. Okay. Barely. (laughs) Yeah. Without hands, I wouldn't have made it. Well, you did. You got them all, you know, sort of. With hints. <laughs> yeah, with hints. Okay. I'm the hint champion. <laughs> Yay! Okay. So that was, because this is my whole uh, Valentine's Day lovey-dovey stuff. And, um, and you know, I'm glad you're going along with me. So. All right. Yeah, I said I'd do it. So. All righty. Well, let's so, do it. Let's, let's do start it. with your pick for a my romantic pick. Valentine's Day worthy uh, movie. Okay, my yeah. pick. Okay. Yeah. My pick is um, the movie Liar's Moon from 1981 with Matt Dillon and Cindy Fisher. Jack Duncan. He's a dreamboat, don't you think? Yeah. That's kind of cute. You mighty well! You mighty well! I swear, I didn't mean And, uh, you don't have any pants on. I met this girl at the movie theater the other night. Her name is Jenny Peterson. And I can tell you, son, you're just wasting your time. I know those Petersons. They're only concerned with money. And since we don't have any money, then they sure aren't going to be concerned with us. I'm going to tell you one thing, young lady. You're never going to see Would that. you just listen to me before you say that? Do you hear me? What don't you I'm sorry you talk about these things and you were just giving them a chance, maybe. Not another word, get. How can we get married when my daddy won't even talk to you? Look, I love you. I want to shout it out to the world. I love Katie Peterson. Back. Tonight. Let's leave tonight. Okay. You are aware of this problem is developing, aren't you? We're going away. Jack and I love each other very much. We want to get married. Honey. I want her home. Uh-huh. 
Uh, say, listen, uh, I'm looking for a friend of mine, Jack Duncan. Well, uh, I am? I don't understand. I don't know how to say this, but my wife and I want to know where she is, woman. man. All right, Jack. Is it true? Is it true? Now I got my daughter out there being hunted down like a wild animal. Help me. I'm going to help you, honey. I'm going to help you. I know what to do. What I should tell you first. I'll never turn out like y'all. You taught me about love. Y'all taught me about life. Never heard of it. Never saw it. That's good because like, I don't remember look how many movies about that it. you have talked about that I didn't know one yeah. thing about. I don't so. even remember seeing a trailer for this. Um, oh, I, I love this movie. So, it is, so it I'm is just like going to sit back and you tell and me all about, about it. it. Yep, okay. Yep. I can only tell you so much because then you'll have to go watch it then. So, um, yeah. So I love this movie. Um, I've never seen Cindy Fisher in anything else uh, but, this, but this, but she's adorable in it. And I know, I think in real life she's married to. I don't know what his name is. He's an actor, but he's on a soap opera. Richard um, Gere. No, it's not Richard Gere. But um, the new power yeah. couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The new power couple. Okay, so their the, their main characters are named Jack and Ginny. It, it's set in the 1940s. Okay, the opening of the movie is you see this woman going into the doctor with a baby, and then all of a sudden it's like you see this one scene, and then it's 18 years later. Okay, and then you see you know Matt Dillon. So you kind of can assume that that was Matt Dillon, you know, was, as a baby. So um, Jack's mom, that's, that, that, is Matt, that is Matt Dillon's character, is played by uh, Maggie Bly. Do you know who she is? She's been in Little Darlings and The Entity. The name sounds familiar. Yeah. If you see her, you would know her. She was in a lot of stuff in the 80s. So, and his dad is played by Hoyt Axton. Oh, yeah, I like Hoyt Axton. From, from Gremlins. Yeah. And he also sang the song Joy to the World, which is like a little trivia. I don't know cool. if you knew that. Cool. Okay, he was singer. Okay. So they're Ginny and Jack, they're, they're like the same age. They knew each other a little bit when they were younger, but Ginny had gone off to boarding school and now she's home for the summer after high school graduation. And her uh, dad is a town banker and they come from money. Okay. So the story is basically about them falling in love and they're like from two different like like worlds. She's like from the rich world. He's from working class. His parents don't have a lot of money. Um, and they, 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 they meet up at a, um, I think they see each other first at like a little like fair that's going on. She's, she's working in a kissing booth, you know, like doing with her friend, like volunteering. And I was thinking how they don't do that anymore. You know, like you would, uh, you know, probably go to jail or (laughs) catch a disease, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. So like that, you don't see kissing booths anymore, but, um, yeah. So, uh, like they start dating and it's like about their, their, their friends that, that like kind of help them to get together because right from the beginning, you find out there's, um, there's like a family secret and, and that the parents kept from them. And that's why they don't want them together. And so they do everything that they can, can to keep them away from each other, but it doesn't work. And they, they take, they, they run off to get married and they like go to a state that, um, that they don't need parental consent because she's only 17. So in the meantime, because they ran away, the, the dad of Ginny 
that's the banker sends a like private investigator to go um, hunt them down and bring them back. Okay, but you don't know why. You don't know why there's he's so um, you know he's so you know against them being together. But but uh, they end up going to this boarding house that's run by Yvonne De Carlo from the Munsters. Yeah, you know, uh, Lily Munster. Um, yeah, and uh, they li they live there. And uh, Susan Tyrell's also in this. She's a She's a prostitute that has that has a room there at the boarding house too that kind of befriends them, you know. So I don't know if you know who she is, but she was she was in the movie Angel. I don't know if you saw that with Donna Wilkes. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, she was like the the avenging angel, the prostitute by yeah, night, and, yeah, yeah, or uh, by day. Susan Tyrell's in that too. Yeah, but um, yeah. So they, but and then what what happens is that Jenny gets pregnant. And then she has to call back home to talk to her family doctor and they tell her that she cannot go with through with the pregnancy. Um, and you don't, you, I'm not gonna tell you why because you should watch this movie. It's a really good movie. It's, it's a sad movie. There's this really beautiful song in the movie at, um, at a dance that they go to and it's called Forever. You can find it on YouTube. Um, maybe you can put it in here somewhere, but um, uh, I don't want to really spoil the entire movie because uh, there are two completely separate endings to it. I think I have one on DVD and one on VHS. One is a really sad ending and one is a not so sad ending, but either way you go, it's sad. <laughs> you know, so oh. because someone tells a lie that um, like ruins all these people's lives and it's all about a lie. That's, that's why it's called Liar's Moon. So right. yeah, so um, I recommend it. It's I think one of Matt Dillon's first movies he ever did. I like so, Matt Dillon. He's pretty cool. Yeah, 1981. So he was, yeah, that's he early, was, early 80s. Yeah, he was young. I think it's. I think that's even before Outsiders. So wow. Yeah, that, yeah he was a youngster. Yeah, I love it. It's my favorite um, romantic movie of the 80s. Well, cool. Yeah. So, so I know you can't add to it. So um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your movie? Well, uh, my romantic film pick is the 1987 movie. Can't Buy Me Love, starring Patrick Dempsey and Amanda Peterson. Can't buy me love. Cindy Mancini and Ronald Miller live on the same street, but they're in totally different worlds. Wouldn't you like to be popular? Cindy's hot, Ronald's not, but he's got a plan that could change all that. I want to rent you. Rent me? Yeah. You pretend you like me. And we go out for just a few weeks. Just going out with me is not going to make you popular. Well, I have a thousand dollars. It says it will. Now, the biggest social transformation in history. No hand holding, kissing, and I get my lunch hour off. Is about to begin. Okay, Donald, we're ready. Listen to you one last thing. Yeah. My name is Ronald, not Donald. Bobby love. I think that's Ronald Miller. Didn't you like to mow our lawn? Ronald's over in no man's land. And he's still alive. He's going from totally geek. Totally chic. Let's dance! To totally out of control. I have moves. All I ever did was think about you. Say yourself. Don't change. Me change? Never. It's the comedy that proves a thousand dollars can buy popularity. But it can't buy me love. It's such a... Such a heartbreaker. Did you ever see it? Yes. Well, for for those listening that never saw it before, uh, I'll tell a little bit about it. Uh, the film it, it's about a high school nerd played by uh, Patrick Dempsey, and he pays this hot cheerleader 
a thousand bucks to pretend that uh, she's his girlfriend for an entire month. And he hopes, you know, this is going to make him uh, popular so that he can start dating girls and hanging out with the, the popular crowd. So that that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, yeah. I absolutely love this movie. And I think it's one of the most uh, underrated teen, teen comedies of the 80s. Because, you know, when, when people talk about the best teen comedies, they're always talking about the uh, John Hughes movies. Mm-hmm. You, you, re- you really don't hear this one mentioned much in those, like, articles you read and stuff. But I think it's very underrated. It's a great, great movie. Do you agree? Yeah, I, I've seen it many, many times. I haven't seen it in a long time. But um, you know what I, I like about it? And, and I was going to ask you um, this, like, uh, you know, he he uh, he cuts grass and that's right. where he gets the thousand dollars. And it's <laughs> yeah. like that's the that's his money that he's like saved, you know, cutting grass like, you know, his whole life, you know. And I was wondering if you ever did that, like if you cut grass in the summer yeah, for extra money, did, did you? Yeah. OK. Well, I have a story about me doing that once, and it has to do about a crush I had on this guy that um, his name was Skip, okay? And I had this uh, crush on him, and uh, I was cutting the grass, and I wrote his name in the grass with the lawnmower. <laughs> and I, he, I saw him walking up the sidewalk, and I almost had a heart attack. So, like, I went, like, diagonally through his name, <laughs> and so he couldn't see it. Crossing and then, it out. Yeah, and uh, my dad... <laughs> Darn near had a heart attack. Oh, like, and he said that was it. I was never using the lawnmower ever That's again. That's hilarious. <laughs> that sounds like a scene <laughs> so, from a movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I wrote Skip right in, in the grass. Like I was like I was just like having a fun time, you know. Oh. Yeah. I thought you were going to say you paid Skip a thousand dollars to pretend to be. <laughs> I, pro- I probably would have if I had a thousand dollars. He was actually uh, six years older than me, so I was wow. probably when he was like I, when I was thirteen, he was nineteen. You know, so wow. it was not happening. But yeah, he used to come and go swimming in our swimming pool. You know, so. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, he actually gave us his paper route, you know, he was, he had a paper route and then he gave it to me, my brother, and then my brother, you know, ruined the paper route, but Hmm. yeah, but I knew I, I had a crush on him from the time I was in kindergarten through high school through until I was a senior. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he he probably never, uh, knew I, I mean, he knew I existed because we were friends, but not, not like that, you know, Hmm. so you know, but uh, yeah, I never. Well, maybe he'll hear this uh, podcast and then it'll get I, off, I, I, awkward. I, it would be awkward. <laughs> yeah, he's a doctor now. He's a podiatrist. He lives in Michigan, so I, I you know, he's from my hometown. But uh, I don't think anybody, uh, every anybody that knows me would already know this story. So yeah, from from that time period. So, but well, yeah, that's my grass cutting story. That uh, you know like the, the can't buy me love. Yeah. He's mowing yeah. grass. Uh, That's my own. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you one of, one of my favorite scenes in the movie. And you'll remember this is the, the famous uh, African anteater dance. Scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, the kids, they're all, they're all at the school dance and uh, Patrick Dempsey, uh, he starts doing this very weird dance. And, uh, and since he's now like, like popular in school, the other kids start doing the dance too, by you know, they watching him and trying to emulate his moves and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, and before long, everybody in the whole gym is uh, doing this real crazy dance on the, on yeah. the dance floor. Yeah. Because and, he watched it on TV. Yeah. Like, yeah. There was this group a, of nerds like a, like, and they yeah. recognized the dance from, yeah. What they watched on TV. Yeah. The nerds knew it. Yeah. yeah it was all the nerds watched like this uh, anthropology yeah. video or something yeah. about African natives and their, their mating dance. 
Yeah. They're like, yeah, look, he's doing the African anteater dance. And they all start laughing. Yeah. Now I, uh, now it's really sad. Like, um, you know, that Amanda Peterson died five years ago. Yes. Yeah, you knew that? Yeah. She's only 43. Yes. She had been on an episode of Silver Spoons with Ricky Schroeder. I don't know if you knew that. No. And then she was also one of the orphans in Annie. Mm-hmm. She was, or not, she wasn't orphan Annie. She was right. Just she was one, one of the, the orphans. Girls in the orphan. Yeah, yeah. And then Patrick Dempsey was also in the movie Lover Boy. You know, so yeah, that's like kind Lover of Boy. another, another eighties um, like, um, rom- rom- I don't know what you call these, like, like chick flicks or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. Teen you know, the extra, comedies. Extra or... anchovy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My son even knows about the extra anchovies. I'm not even <laughs> sure how because I don't, I don't know that I don't own the movie Lover Boy. I've seen it. You know, so I ha- I do own can't can't buy me love though. Yeah. It's just it's just sad. There's some there's some dark stuff there if you um if you know about Amanda Peterson's uh, life and stuff growing up, um you know some things that had happened to her um, that were, that her parents brought out after she had died, and it's like and it's kind of sad you know so mm. but we're not we don't want to talk about sad you know yeah. it's like we just want to talk about the uh, you know it was it was fun i like the the clothes in it you know i mean i could, can't believe that that uh mother's outfit cost that much money yeah you know what i mean like a thousand dollars yeah it's leather you know it's yeah. and he, some she dumps uh somebody dumps wine all over it right yeah the, the uh the actor that's steep that's pretty expensive for yeah, the 80s you know who had a thousand bucks to spend on a leather outfit a basic regular person yeah (laughs) but i mean i think i don't think amanda peterson like was her mother did she have did she have money she was like a single mom she was dating like you know dating guys yeah yeah Yeah, so it wasn't like you know where'd she get all the money you know for one outfit yeah so yeah so he yeah it's you know what if you think about it that's where um, I, I had said about some kind of wonderful in this movie, they kind of have like a connection with the guy spending his entire life savings on trying to get a girl to like him. You know? Right, so, yeah. Yeah. So hey, the, they, um, the actor that played Patrick Dempsey's dad in this, uh, his name's Dennis Dugan. Uh, he, he's been a Hollywood like director and producer on many projects over the last several decades, but uh but in 1979, he started one of my favorite live-action Disney movies ever. Not, not my favorite, but one of them. And it's called The Unidentified Flying Oddball. Did you ever see him in that? No. He's a fighter. He's a lover. No such thing. He's a knight in astro armor. He's Walt Disney Productions. Blast on. Unidentified Flying Oddball. The Unidentified Flying Oddball. Undeniably Oddball. And he's rated G. Yeah, and, and he's like the main star of it. So The dad. Yeah, like the dad. dad. Yeah, and, no. Uh, yeah, I always knew him from that. And uh, and Courtney Gaines, you know who he is? Yeah, yep. Yeah, he, he plays played Malachi. Best friend. He oh, played yeah. He Malachi and Children of the Children Corn. Of the corn. Oh, who, which, yeah, terrified me. And then he was um, in... The Burbs. Uh, the Burbs. He was in, um, what is it, Hot Moves or one yeah. of those... But One he's such an odd, what? creepy looking bo- guy. Hard bodies. He was in hard yeah. bodies. Yeah. He's such about a, that just movie. a freaky, yeah. creepy looking ginger, you know? <laughs> just... Yeah. He reminds me, you know, he reminds me of his carrot top. 
kind yeah, of. Yeah, he, he does. Yep. He's but he's creepy. Yeah, I used to have yeah. nightmares about him. Yeah, Children of the Corn. Children of the Corn. Yeah, yeah, Malcolm. I mean, he was good in this. He, he was different in this. He wasn't real creepy, but uh, yeah, nerd. He's a nerd. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, Patrick Dempsey was was really kind of rude to him yeah. in that movie, and and yeah, and it's like yeah. it's kind of kind of feel bad for him, you know. Not popular and kind of left him. Yeah. In the dust. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you know in 2003 they remade this movie? No. It was called uh, Love Don't Cost a Thing, and it was an all-black cast, and it, but it was a remake. Oh, I did not know. I've heard of that movie, exact but I didn't story. know that that yep. was that. No. Yep, mm -mm. exact storyline. Mm -mm. um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm -mm. Now, the only person that really became like pretty well-known from that is Patrick Dempsey, because he became, went on to do Grey's Anatomy and right you know, everybody knows him as the mcdreamy dude you know yeah, yeah. from so. geeky to mcdreamy <laughs> yeah it's like art what is that art repeating life or like like what is that you know uh, yeah. like yeah you know what i mean right um, yeah so i guess yeah yeah he become cool in real life too because i never thought of him as like uh cool back then you know what i mean he was never like yeah he's just he, a super he nerd was, yeah he was kind of nerdy you know back then he was real skinny you know and it's like yeah so so yeah he he aged well we can say yeah. that yeah all right well so yeah those are both good those are both good uh valentine's day movies you know romance movies all right. of the 80s yeah so you want to talk about a tv show from the yeah yeah a romantic you, tv show you want to go first or you... uh go ahead me go first okay. yeah well my mine is the love boat Okay, which is perfect, you know, for Valentine's Day. And I've been watching yeah. it every night. Like I've been watching it. Like as we eat supper, we put I think Pluto TV on and we turn it on Love Boat every night and, and we watch it on our on our, I think it's on our fire stick. Love Exciting and new Come aboard We're expecting you Back to you, love. Soon we'll be making another run. The love boat promises something for everyone. Um, it it ran from 1977 to 1986, and you've watched it, right? Yes. Okay, so. Yeah, they. Uh, did you know that they actually filmed some of it on two different uh, Princess cruise ships, real, real ones? Yeah, I heard something about that, like the the Pacific Princess and yeah, and the, island, the other princess. One, island Princess. Yeah, and then they would they would actually film on on cr actual cruises that, and they used actual passengers that were extras on it. That's cool. Yeah, and so they were always sold out when they were doing that. So I think yeah. that's a really cool way to promote travel and tourism since i was a travel agent i thought that was pretty cool and ha have you ever been on a cruise i have not okay I, i've been on one on, i've been on fishing in a boat but not on okay. a cruise. yeah i was on a cruise to bermuda yeah i got deathly sick but um anyway the the, the the love boat it was produced by aaron spelling um and i don't know if you knew this that there was a crossover episode where the cast of charlie's angels guest starred on the love boat and it was called love boat angels 
Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Well, I, I, yeah. I, might, I might have known back then, but I didn't remember. Yeah, I, I would like to see it. Now, I, yeah, I, yeah it, to me, it was just a lot of fun. It was a lot of comedy and it had like these awesome guest stars, you yeah. know, and, and it was like, it was um, always, it's actually, you know, some of it is kind of risque, you know, it's like, um, I watched one episode not too long ago that had uh, Pamela Sue Martin in it as a guest. She was pretending that she was married so that nobody would hit on her because she was like a model and she didn't want guys hitting on her, but then she actually likes this one guy and he, and he, and he kind of hangs out with her because her, his one friend keeps trying to hit on her and, and just to keep her away from him because she says she's married, but then she actually likes him and it makes, creates a big mess. But anyway, um, all these episodes, like they all like, um, you know, re you know, revolved around like people hooking up and, and all the, um, you know, there were so many like different people over the years that like uh, were get like, I guess passengers, you know, on the love boat. And I just saw one tonight with Olivia, um, Olivia de Havilland from Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Played Captain Stubing's aunt in, the, in it. And, you know, what was cool about, you know, this show was there were all these actors and actresses from like the 30s and 40s, like movies that were like on the love boat as uh, like older people, you know, because it was like, you know, in the late 70s, early 80s. And then there were all these young, really young people that sometimes were on there as child actress actors and actresses that you know now are grown up actors you know so it, there, it kind of it was right in the middle you know of you know a, that, that time period you know so um uh let me think um the 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 love boat song was done by um he was sang by um uh it was written by paul williams but it was sang by jack jones for the first eight seasons and then on the ninth and last final season, Dionne Warwick sang the mm. Love Boat. I don't know if you know that or not, but no. that's some trivia. But you know, when when you when you like watched it back then, you know, you don't know all the stuff that like is going on with like all the cast and stuff, but now like you can, you know, read about people and stuff and just like with movies, you know, you find out like there's like these people had like like their real lives, like they had a lot of dark stuff going on like eating disorders and alcoholism and cocaine you know and all this stuff like like julie that was um lord uh two twoies i think is how you say her name um she lauren um she she had a lot of problems they ended up like i think recasting her in the very and and because of drug issues and stuff but they've done a bunch of reunion shows and 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 she's been on that but um i don't know if you know um that fred grady who played gopher um, that he was a uh, he was uh, um, he was in, in government. He was uh, he was from Iowa. He was one of the House of Representatives. He did four terms. Huh. Yeah, and then he was also the CEO of Goodwill Industries. Really, oh Gopher. Yeah, Gopher, and he went to Harvard. Can you believe that Gopher went to Harvard? No, <laughs> he did. You know, and then um, Jill Whelan that played Vicky. Right, that was the captain's she, daughter. Yeah, she come on like later on. Um, yeah, I liked her. She always had that clipboard. Yeah, well, that was, his, oh, his daughter did? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, Julie did too, I guess, too. Um, she she was on Airplane Yeah. as a kid. Yeah, and I don't know if you knew that she was the spokesperson for Nancy Reagan's Say No to Drugs campaign. Didn't know that. It's trivia. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love The Love Boat. I watch it every night. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. that long-running, successful show, everybody was watching it back then. 
Yeah. And it's, I mean, I think that's really cool that they actually filmed it on a cruise ship, you know, now a lot of it was on a set too. I mean, they had actual sets, you know, for it. Um, But you can tell, like I watched one the other night and Marion Ross from Happy Days was on it. And you can tell that that was filmed actually on the actual cruise ship because Mm -hmm. you can tell with the lighting and you can tell with the sky, you know, and I mean, you can tell a set between, but you know, from, you know, you know, uh, you know, the, the real thing, you know. So, so, so from the, from the main cast, who, who was your favorite character? Um, I like Julie, you know, yeah. I, I did. I liked her. She was always hooking up with somebody. That's the thing. Like they all did like every single one of the, um, people that were, um, that, that were like, you know, had, had parts in the, in the show that were actual, like, like the captain and the doctor and the bartender and the <laughs> cruise director and yeah. whatever the purser, whatever they are, you know, um, they were always hooking up. Like if it wasn't the, if it wasn't the passengers hooking up with each other, uh, if there was somebody up for grabs, then one of them hopped on them, you know? And it's uh-huh. like, because I just saw one with, um, Ted, Ted Lang that played, um, the bartender. Isaac. Yeah. yeah. He was hooking up he, he was with Diana Carroll on there just the yeah. other night. And um, yeah, she was played like a, a singer. It was Roxy was her name. And she she was like trying to hide out and and him and her hooked up. And it's like, yeah, right. In real life, do you really think that was going to happen? You know, yeah. but yeah. And then especially like the doctor, you know what I mean? They're, but, but, you know, all of them are still alive. I think That's Gavin cool. McLeod is like um, almost 90 years old. I think he's 89. Yeah, I, I saw where Bernie uh, Cope Copel or Copel, he's going to be, yeah. well, if they have he's it with COVID, he's going to be at this uh, autograph convention here, like in uh, the summer. He's really old. He's, yeah. he's his, he, I think he was born in 1933. I think I looked that up just not too long ago. Yeah, but they you got them scheduled. It's in uh, somewhere around Memphis. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, usually like there's like uh, you know so many people missing like now from from uh, like have died you know from like all these you know casts you know there's just partial ones left you know anymore. I mean, you know you look at like even Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. half of Laverne and Shirley's gone. Most of Laverne and Shirley's gone. You know, a Squiggy's yeah. gone. A, a Laverne's gone. You know, it's like you know, yeah, it's like um, but but with uh, Love Boat, I think all the major uh, players in that. Are, are still around you know and they've done a, they've had a lot of reunion shows yeah i know they they did like some almost like movies feature yeah feature length uh episodes Reunions, like yeah tv movies uh and jill whelan got married on a princess cruise ship but she's she's been i think she's been married three times but um yeah in one of her her weddings she had on a in real life she had on a ship yeah it's but, a good um, show. yeah i love it what, what yeah. so what's yours what's Wait, your let me ask you uh yeah. Did you ever watch the reboot of the Love Boat? No, I think they're on it though. Some of them, some of them. Uh, they, they might make they, little cameo guest spots or something. But it was a new crew. It was uh, Robert Urich was the captain. Robert Urich. Yeah, oh. Spencer for Hire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was the captain, and uh, Joan Severance was like the security uh, officer. Oh. It, it was all. It was a completely new cast. No, and, no, I didn't say yeah. that. Oh no. It only last it what. I was gonna say it lasted one season. I think it was like a oh. season and a half. You know, I was I was thinking like if they would like to do try and do that today, it would just they would do it so tacky. It wouldn't even be yeah. romantic. It would just be sleazy. Yeah. You know. It, and this one was called uh, right. Love Boat: The Next Wave. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah um, I'm pretty sure that Gavin McLeod's in that because I saw that in credits on when I was. Stuff he might have just done like a little brief cameo. episode or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I did not watch it. Yeah. No, I, I actually didn't watch The Love Boat that much back then. I've been watching it more now than I'd ever did back then because it was on at like 10 o'clock at night. And, and, and like in the late seventies, I, I, you know, I think it should have been in bed by then. <laughs> so, so I think, yeah, I'm not sure which night it was on. It, it was on the weekend. I think it was Friday or Saturday. It was on and it was on at not, 10 o'clock at night. So, yeah. um, yeah. So, um, plus I think as a kid, I don't think I would have found it as interesting because I mean, it, it's more like my, for, it's, it's actually geared towards like older people and couples, you know? So as a kid, this lovey-dovey stuff wouldn't have, it wouldn't have, I, I would have wanted to watch Wonder Woman, <laughs> you know, so, so not Love Boat, you know, but now yeah. I like Love Boat for a whole, whole different, you know, cause I, you know, cause it's more my group and, and older people and yeah, it's like, so, and like they were, the, even the cast was older, like Gavin McLeod was probably like, he was like early fifties when he was on the show. So, you know, I can relate to him now, you know that age group you know so yeah so you, did you want to did you have anything else you want to no um you, you know um if i would have thought about it more i would have picked for my tv series since since you did love boat i would have done uh love american style from the 70s yeah that's where they based this on, love boat on. i didn't think about it because you know guys don't think we just jump into stuff <laughs> so i went with uh beauty and the beast from okay uh, from well, that's okay and, and, and you know, you know, I'm, I'm glad you did because beauty and the beast is my friend mary's all-time favorite tv show she actually named her son vincent after the cool. lead character and so when i told her yeah. that you were doing beauty and the beast she was all psyched for it so awesome least, she'll hear you talk about it yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Well, let's, let's dedicate this episode to mary then mary okay yeah. all right yeah. um well beauty and the beast came out in 87 and it ran for uh three seasons well almost three seasons that they kind of canceled it and, and dropped it kind of midway through that third one. But, uh, but it starred, uh, the, the big ugly guy, Ron Perlman. Yeah. And, uh, and Linda Hamilton from Terminator. And, uh, if you've never seen it and you're thinking Beauty and the Beast, like the Disney cartoon would had nothing to do with that. I mean, it was yeah. a love story, but it was kind of a weird love story. Cause, uh, yeah. I mean, like bestiality, you know, yeah, <laughs> kind of yeah, kind of yeah, weird, yeah, yeah, weird. <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah, um, but but it's about this. Um, I don't know. I don't even know what he was. He was just some, some kind of a, like a man beast. Uh, and he's living underground and in a, yeah, like living, a homeless people or something. Yeah, living like in the tunnels. But but his <laughs> his name was Vincent, and he, he almost looked like a lion in the face. Yeah, you know? mm -hmm. he was hairy and stuff. But uh, but uh, they live under the streets of Manhattan in the drainage tunnels. And uh, yeah, and uh, he saves this beautiful assistant district attorney who's, you know, Linda Hamilton played and uh, she was beaten and left for dead. And, and he comes across her and uh, saves her, rescues her, nurses her back to health. But uh, he falls in love with her and uh, he kind of becomes her gar guardian angel through the rest of the series. And anytime she's in trouble, he, he shows up. He's, yeah. he's almost got like a psychic link to her. He can, he can uh, feel when she's in trouble and stuff. So this is where the wealthy, and the powerful rule. It is her world. A world apart from mine. Her name is Catherine. From the moment I 
saw her, she captured my heart with her beauty, her warmth, and her courage. I knew then, as I know now, she would change my life forever. He comes from a secret place, far below the city streets, hiding his face from strangers, safe from hate and harm. He brought me there to save my life. And now, wherever I go, he is with me in spirit. For we have a bond stronger than friendship or love. And although we cannot be together, we will never, ever be apart. But um, but unlike the cartoon Beauty and the Beast and stuff, uh, he doesn't turn back into a human when when she falls in love with him. He stays a beast. So uh, ah. that that was kind of weird. <laughs> okay, does she fall in love back with him? She does. I thought and, so. Okay. Yeah. And um. Anyway, you know, it was kind of weird them falling in love now with him being the beast and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I I never understood what Vincent was, but uh. Well, and why he was part beast it, 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 they never really explained it he, he was almost like a circus freak you know were there other people down there where he was down in the tunnels were there other people that knew about him and, and yeah they all knew, knew about him there was like a whole community of these uh subterranean dwellers or whatever were there other beastie people like him that look like not lion really they, okay. not really they were they were all uh human and uh like he, he, he had one, there was one character he called father that raised him but oh. uh, Anyway, the, yeah. the show it, it had a lot of action with uh with Vincent like fighting the the criminals that uh Linda Hamilton was trying to prosecute. Yeah, and uh, she would I don't know why she would go after him like she was more than a than a DA she was like I don't know a detective or something she would try to hunt mm-hmm. down people but uh she'd always get in trouble and, and he it's was like so FBI weird. or something like something yeah, yeah. My, my friend Mary uh, gave me every single season of it oh, I have cool. them all. Yeah, and I, I I know that there's one that I watched. It was I think set at Halloween. Was there uh, Halloween? Okay, yeah, that was in my notes. I was going to mention that episode. That that was actually my favorite episode. Yeah, I watched that one because I think I went straight to that one when she told me there was a Halloween one because I love Halloween. Yeah, and, and since it was Halloween, he could come out in public yeah. and, and nobody would say anything about him because yeah. he like a costume and yeah. they could they could be together. In public, without him yeah. having to hide from everybody. Uh, That's cool. But uh, yeah, the show had a lot of action in that, but it also had you know that big romantic uh, element to it. And um, and Linda Hamilton uh, at the beginning of the third season, uh, she left the show because she was pregnant, and they uh, they end up killing off her character. Was that James Cameron when she was with James Cameron? Was Probably that so. Child? That's yeah. about that time period, mm-hmm. and. Um, Anyway, they ended up killing off her character and they brought in a new female lead. And uh, I don't know, after that series kind of struggled and, you know, it just wasn't the same without Linda Hamilton. And uh, right. it ended up getting canceled during the, the third season. Oh. But, um, but yeah, it was weird because um, he ends up having a son. I don't remember if it was with her. But but anyway, yeah, he has a son and, and there's like a war going on between the, the sewer people. It, it just got kind of... Uh, weird okay yeah, yeah. so uh, <laughs> trying to kind of jump the shark there yeah, yeah. probably so but yeah i i 
I know that um, if Mary loves something, I usually do, you know, and I, I, I would like to get back into watching it. I still have like a billion other things. I'm still trying to watch, finish watching Manimal, you know, which yeah. is sort of, sort of, you know, Beauty and the Beastie, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. But it was a good series. Um, I, I met Ron Perlman in Dallas one time at a convention and I, I got an sign of Beauty and the Beast uh, 8x10. But I'll tell you something I have that I bought off eBay years ago. Um, you know those, uh, I guess they're called door posters. They're, they're like real long. Uh, you put them on your door. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? But, well, I don't know that they're, are they different than a regular poster? A wall poster? Yeah, yeah they're narrow and they're oh, long okay. to, fit, to fit your door, like in your bedroom door. Okay, uh-huh. Well, I have, it's like a full pose of him sitting in his throne chair. Uh-huh. It's that huge poster. And I have that. Did he sign that? No, I didn't. I didn't have it Those, at the time. You, but, oh. but That's I have cool. It now. Yeah. You can put that in your museum. Yeah, there you go. When, when you move to Branson. When I move yeah. to Branson and start my <laughs> yeah. museum. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that, 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 yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one for Valentine's Day. So, yeah, I can't add any more to it than, than, than that it's Mary's favorite show. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, well, Valentine's want... and romance and music go hand in hand. So, you yeah. Talk about some music. Sure. What you got? I got um, Andy Gibb. so long You and me been finding each other for so long And the feeling that I feel for you is more than stronger Take it from me If you give a little more than you're asking for your love will turn the key Darling mine I would wait forever for those lips of wine Build my love will shine, girl. Watch it and see. If you give a little more than you're asking for, your love will turn the key. I, I, I just want to be your everything. Yep. I, I, yeah, he, every single song he ever sang was romantic and had right. a romantic title to it. Like, um, Everlasting Love, Don't Throw It All Away, Our Love, Desire. Um, I, you know, uh, shadow dancing. Yeah. I don't know if that it's romantic, but I mean, love was, is thicker than water. There you go. That yep. one. I didn't even think of that one. He did. He did quite a few songs. I mean, for he had, you know, I did not know it that he was married when he was really young. Like when he was 18, he got married young and they he had a child. He has a daughter. And I think her name's Peta. Yeah, um, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, he dated uh, Victoria Principal for a while. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, he's the youngest brother of the the Bee Gees. The Bee Gees. Yeah, the brothers Gibb. <laughs> brothers you know? Gibb. Yeah, Barry, Robin, and Morris. Yeah, he was born in Australia in 1958. Um, and you know, he, I mean, he only he was 30 years old when he died yeah, in 1988. He was only five days after his 
30th birthday. Um, he yeah, had sad. a really bad drug problem. Yeah, I couldn't, I didn't know that he had been married at 18. Um, he did date Victoria Principal and she had given him an ultimatum uh, to choose her drugs, you know, and they broke up. And then, you know, he, he started dating was um, Kari Michelson from Give Me a Break. Oh, really? You remember her? Yeah. You remember that movie Saturday the 14th? She was in that. <laughs> Yeah, remember that? I do. Yeah, I do remember that. Well, he, well, Andy Gibb was, um, he had a guest star on uh, uh, appearance on Give Me a Break. So I think that's where they met. So, but um, yeah, his his first album was called Flowing Rivers, and then his second album was Shadow Dancing. Um, and then you know, do you do you remember when he co-hosted Solid Gold? Yes, I do. With Marilyn McCoo. That was a fun time. Yeah, that was 1981 to 1982. So yeah, I loved him. I thought he was adorable. Um, I thought he was so cute. Um, I, I just, it makes me so sad, like because I've watched like some old videos of him in it, and he just he was just he he was doing you know a lot better. I think he, he had he had gone into like a you know rehab many times. Like he, I know he went to Betty Ford, um, and then um, he was get, trying to get his career back. I think he was in that. Um, what's that that technicolor dream that that whatever that uh that one broadway like show thing i think donnie osmond ended up uh doing it at one time the dream dream coat thing or yeah you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah um yeah uh and then and then you know he got back into the drugs and then he died of myocarditis it's the inflammation of the heart from and it's from years of cocaine wow. uh, he'd always suffered from depression so it's, it's a bummer. He, his first wife, her name was Kim Reader. They were, they were married when they were young and they were only married two years. And then, you know, his daughter now is, um, she, I think she just produced a, she's, I, she must sing some because she, I know she just sang uh, in a, um, on a, on a, uh, like a record with the, the, the Bee Gees kids, you know, some of the kids got together and, and put out a record, you know, and then they asked her, but she never like grew up with them. She wasn't really close to any of them. So, you know, and then she, she didn't really know him at all. She just said he, she just knew him as a, a voice on the telephone. You know, they just yeah. talked on the phone. He, he was over here in the, in the United States, you know, doing his stuff, you know, and she was over there in Australia. So, but um, I love his music. Uh, I don't know. I went like, when I think of like the late seventies, I think I, you know, shadow dancing, I can see myself roller skating. <laughs> That's that true. song yeah. at the roller rink you know yeah and i i mean every song you sang was about love you know so and, and the Bee Gees too i mean th their songs are all you know like are um, any of the brothers still alive barry is barry the alive. only one yeah. yep barry yep yeah the other ones died pretty young and um and that, that's weird that, that's ironic that their their number one hit was staying alive yeah, yeah. they only one did yeah yeah who knew yeah. <laughs> you know that's telling yeah so did you did you like andy or not i did yeah i did okay yeah i have an andy gibb doll actually uh, cool yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i bet I mean, my mr t action figure can beat up your andy gibb doll <laughs> i bet he could too <laughs> Like, yeah, you rip that TV. fool's head. <laughs> he might. <laughs> yeah, he would do some shadow dancing on him. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, shadow dance on you fool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you talking about? Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shadow dance, shadow boxing or something. Yeah, mm -hmm. sure. 
okay so what's your your uh your your music who do you who do you like oh my goodness okay since you said you know valentine's day special i was trying yeah. to think of one of the most romantic bands you know whatever and i was thinking about uh th these guys their music personified romance okay yeah. mm -hmm. it's like they had some great love songs and yes, i'm talking it. about air supply today they that's never in the title it's never like it doesn't it just doesn't feel like like um romance is part of it's everything's so like gritty and grimy and sleazy and and dirty and nasty and i don't know what it just doesn't feel like lovey lo, you know loving and 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 just you know air supply was so um like put you to sleep <laughs> you know what i mean i almost went to see them in concert i I, I went to the concert, but there was a bad thunderstorm and there was horrible lightning. So we had to leave. So I didn't get yeah. to see them because it was outside, but I would have liked to have seen them. You well, know? I looked up some uh, info. It said in the eighties, they had eight top 10 hits. That's, that's pretty good for a band. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's only two guys in uh, the two Russells. It was Graham Russell and Russell Hitchcock. And uh, Hitchcock was an Australian and uh Graham I knew Russell. Was Graham Russell. You mean yeah. they both had the name Russell? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't get, get realize that. Yeah, that's weird. Isn't yeah, that weird? so you had an Englishman and an uh, Australian, and they, they started the band in Australia. Yeah, the blonde haired guy and the dark haired guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I know, um, I, I even thought it too back then. Uh, everybody assumed they were gay because they were yeah. two guys yeah, singing love songs to each uh -huh. other. But uh, no, they, they were both married to women. Yeah. And, yeah, so they weren't weren't gay at all i so. always thought that too for forever yeah. forever and i yeah. thought it's just a front you know it's just yeah. a front they're a couple right. you know it's like yeah and i mean they probably you know i don't I, they must not have cared you know but but yeah they they kept singing love songs you yeah. know yeah and it's almost <laughs> like they were singing it to each other to each other yeah because yeah. like one was doing harmony and uh, yeah but yeah. their music was great um yeah it was uh, yeah i listened to a lot of air supply you know yeah 
I'm not enough to admit it. Do you know why they were called air supply? I don't know why. Well, you should know that. Oh, (laughs) I thought you had a trivia. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm like, what is They were called air supply because they were so full. They supplied all the air. (laughs) They supplied a lot of air. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Yeah. No, I thought maybe in your research, you you come across that. No. Okay. I have to research your stuff now too, <laughs> so, so we can we can get more uh, trivia. Yeah. So, did you have a favorite actual favorite song of theirs? Oh man, I like so many of their their songs. They were they were all good, and and, and they were all stuff you you could sing along with. Yeah, you know? I know. I was just thinking that yeah. I know every single word along. Yeah, and, and they they were they word. were just full Not of that words. I could sing it, but yeah. <laughs> Very mouthy, but uh, I, I, making love out of nothing at all was probably yeah. my favorite of theirs. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a long title for, yeah. for a song. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All out yeah. of love. All out of love. Every woman in the world. Yeah, they, yeah. they were just all. All of them were good. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well. All right. Well. So, um, you wanna wanna talk? Okay. So now that we've covered like the categories and we have like a, we were going to like have a bonus on what we wanted to talk about, you know? So um, we were going to talk about dating in the eighties because, you know, that's, you know, it's Valentine's day. Yep. So, you know, I was thinking about Valentine's day in high school and how we used to uh, give each other carnations, like send uh, like, um, like secret admirer stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Did you guys do that? Like we, we did, but but sometimes it was mean because they had these black carnations you could see oh, that meant you black. didn't like yeah. No, yeah, you, if you didn't like somebody. No. <laughs> no. No, we had white, pink, and red. Uh, and white black. Was, no black. White white was for your friend. Was and black like, was for your enemy. Like them. And no, we didn't do that. That'd be horrible. Somebody send you like a bouquet of black ones, like, like you'd be looking over your shoulder to see if someone tried to push you down the steps or something. Yeah. No, that's terrible. That's mean. No, we didn't never did that. But um yeah, like I like okay, so did you date did you date in high school? Um well I had this one girlfriend my entire senior year, so I dated her for that whole year. Well, that can't. And, and then what I'm the other about. times, yeah, I went out yeah. a few days before you know I, yeah. I got with her. Yeah. But yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, I had like crushes and stuff on people like in grade school, but you know, like skip, you know. But it's like, but um, but yeah, the first my first actual boyfriend boyfriend was um, when I was sixteen, um, and and the first movie we went to see, we double dated with my cousin and and his brother, so that was like um, me and my cousin were dating two brothers, you know. So um, yeah, so we went and saw the first date I ever went on was to see the movie Terror in the Isles. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, and then we went and saw, and I saw you just posted this movie. The, uh, you know on the the pop ninja page that the the movie mischief we all right. went and saw that on it on a, i saw that on a date in the 80s and mm-hmm. when i came out of the movie theater people were asking me if i was the girl in the movie they thought i looked like Catherine mary stewart oh i love <laughs> Catherine mary stewart yeah she's well, been in some great movies and we'll, I, we'll I, talk I, about I that met, in some other I podcasts met i met her yeah cool and yeah but they said were you the girl in the movie and i was like i had i actually had a 
like um i remember i can remember what i was wearing even at that you know that that day i had like this shirt on it was like blue and pink and i had a head i had a headband on too and she had a headband on in the movie and it was set, but that movie was like set like think in the 50s because it has a 50 soundtrack to it yeah so like but the the i think like the 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 80s kind of had a 50s kind of comeback you know with some movies in there that they did like a lot of 50s stuff with the, like the uh, saddle shoes and you know the the fashion and stuff there was some of that you know brought in back into the 80s so um i was I, so anyway like uh, you know i was thinking about like how different dating was back then to now because now everybody like everybody that comes here to like my bed and breakfast i they all a lot of them meet on the internet you know that's how how people meet but like back then you didn't have the internet so you know you, you met naturally somewhere and I didn't hang out in bars and meet people in bars or anything so I was thinking about like dating in the 80s you know because like I met my husband in 1989 so um and I was on a date with somebody else when I met him <laughs> so he was you know he was supposed to be my roommate's date you know but uh, uh she was dating somebody else so I ended up going out with like these two guys and uh we were gonna go bowling you know and then we ended up going to what was that <laughs> what happened that was my dog oh okay oh okay that, that was um, his collar jingling oh yeah yeah okay well we went we went to uh, Chi Chi's restaurant did, did you ever have those did you ever have a Chi Chi's I can't say that I remember it's a Mexican a restaurant you know do you have Chi Chi salsa like in, I don't remember. in, in, um, in uh, stores, you know, you don't have that in stores out there. Don't in remember Chi-Chi's. No. I don't know if they were like, a, um, you know, like, just, like just in a one, like in a certain area, you know, but um, they were Chi-Chi's Mexican restaurants everywhere. And they were like my favorite place. And that's where we went out to eat. And so, yeah. So anyway, but so. I'll tell you my, my girlfriend, my senior year, like every day we would go on was we we'd go to godfather's pizza and eat and then go see a movie yeah well that's what we yeah, did we love godfather we always went to the mall okay like yeah. um the, the four of us always went and you know my my um my boyfriend didn't have any car insurance so we all so i always had a double date with his brother and my cousin because his brother had insurance so um we always had a double date if we wanted to go anywhere you know so um they had two cars one was one was a volvo and one was a pacer you remember the pacers i remember that my mom had like a, a yellow a, a one bubble, for a, a bubble car yeah. we call it the bubble car like a yeah. jetson's uh spaceship yeah yeah it's like the i think um the mother has one in cujo yeah so that's what we went out on, on dates in and then we used to go like we went to the we went to football games a lot and then in the beginning like in the like I, we started dating like right he was a senior and i was a junior so like very at the very uh beginning of like my junior year, like, um, I think we were walking around a football game. I was walking around with my cousin and another friend and she stopped to talk to the, my boyfriend's brother. And then she mentioned to, to me that this guy had a brother and she said that I should date the brother. And it was like, I don't even know who he is. <laughs> you know, it's like, which guy was he, you know? And it's like, and then I think I talked to like a girl that I ate lunch with and she's like, oh, I know him, you know, and, and I'll give him your number and, and, and tell him to call you. And so then the first time I, we, we, we were going to go out, we were going to go roller skating into a dance at the roller skating rink, you know? So like, those were things that we, I was wondering what you did on dates to pizza. We went to pizza places. We never, I, we would never eat though. Cause like we were always too embarrassed to eat in front of guys, girls were, you know? 
didn't want to you didn't want to look like a big yeah. pig <laughs> i was like you know yeah and so, if we if we weren't going out like you know to a movie and that we usually hang out at uh her her parents house and uh her mom had a closet full of vhs movies so we would stay there and you know watch movies and yeah and her, her mom would cook for us or something but yeah so i hung we out would. at her house a lot but but anytime we went out see, see we we uh where we lived was a real small town and Lake Charles was like almost an hour away. So if we wanted to go out and do anything, we had to go to Lake Charles. Oh yeah, we did too. Like Punxsutawney, there was nothing to do there. We had to go yeah. to do Boys or Indiana. Yeah. Uh, to the movies. Cause there was no movie theater in Punxsy. And there was no, <laughs> there was not even a, uh, a, um, a, um, a fast food place there till I was 16. And I, I, I worked at Burger King, you know, it's like, yeah. that was my senior year though. So my junior year, uh i we we would just um cruise town you know and oh yeah and, uh you know like me hang out out at um like in the summertime we always like hung out at like ice cream places and stuff like but, like um, night, night ranger you were motoring 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 yeah um and fox's pizza i don't know if you have fox's yeah, there. Fox's um, Pizza Den. I, I know we went. Yeah, and I, I know we went to a haunted house one time on a date. We went to the haunted house and um, that they that like the firemen did, you know, and that was fun. But we did watch videos too, like you were saying. Like we used to go to, I think it was called Visions of Video on Friday nights and rent videos, you know. And it was fun just to go into the video store and pick out movies, you know. I mean, uh, I noticed speaking of video stores, did you see in the news where the last chain is closing? A, a what blockbuster no blockbuster's been closed this is called family video no oh no yeah um there's one up here called closing screen video and i just saw they were closing um and i didn't even realize they were still open yeah this, this one was still open and they have like almost 300 stores still open and they decided this year they're going to close right but i could start a video store with all the videos and i'll tell you what it's called family video and on uh stranger things they go into a family video store like a chain that that's the chain? name of it family video yeah. yeah and i'll tell you i got a connection to it um when i lived in dallas uh, the last year that i was there i managed a family video store and it was store number 500 and it was in wow. grand prairie texas right outside dallas and i managed it for oh almost a year yeah and then i moved back to louisiana but yeah so that's huh. family video Oh, that makes me sad. <laughs> it's like, I, I thought it was, I remember one time I took, um, I took my boyfriend and his brother and his, his sister out to my grandparents' house. Uh, and we watched and my, cause my grandparents had, um, a, a laser disc, one of those laser discs yeah. things. And, um, and we, I we rented the movie Christine, you know, yeah. and I can't, that movie was vulgar. Like it had bad language in it. You know, and but and I and my grandma, she was pretty sick then at the time. And I know she had to. She was in the room with us when we watched watched it. And I think like with some of the language, she just was like, "What the? You know, what is that? You know?" And I couldn't believe how how bad. You know, like that old man. You know, in it, he said some nasty things in it yeah. and it's like yeah and i'm like oh i just wanted to cry i just like wanted to crawl under the you know like behind the couch and you know because i was like oh you know sorry grandma <laughs> you know it's like yeah but i just remember we we did watch that and um okay I, 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 yeah. I can tie something in to christine yeah my first date that i actually went out of town with someone okay uh-huh see 
we uh okay let me let me back up there there was this girl that moved into our neighborhood and um she, she was going to the same school as me and her family went to the same church that we did and uh and she didn't know anybody you know brand new in our town and uh and she was asking me what was there to do around here and which you know absolutely nothing because we were like in a, a footloose town you know a little small yeah. farming community mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to do anything fun you had to drive like an hour away but uh and go to lake charles which which is about an hour away, about 45, 50 minutes. But uh, anyway, I, I had my driver's license, but I never went out of town by myself yet. Cause uh, you know, my, my parents, uh, they let me drive around town and stuff. I never got to go out of town unless they were with me. Yeah, uh, I, I get you. Uh-huh. Yeah, so anyway, uh, this girl moved in town and you know, she was saying there's nothing to do here and all that. So uh, I asked my parents, I said, could I take her to Lake Charles and you know, go to a movie, maybe go eat and I'll show her around. And they, they said, yeah, but they said, don't go to dinner, go to lunch. Cause we don't want you out at night driving around. You know, they, they weren't uh-huh. comfortable yet with me doing that. So anyway, I, I told her, uh, asked her if she wanted to go out and she said, yeah. And you know, we, I picked up that Saturday. And, uh, so we went to Lake Charles and, uh, we had a blast. We, we, uh, we ate at Burger King and then we went to the movie and I saw, Speaking of Christine, starred, mm-hmm. uh, what's his name, Dean Stockwell? Yeah. We went and saw My Science Project. That was my first movie date. Oh. And that starred Dean Stockwell. I don't know if you ever saw yeah. that movie. but uh, I know. It, I, I've heard of it. I've never yeah. seen it. Never saw it. Anyway, we saw that. And uh, then I showed her all around Lake Charles, and we came home. So that was my oh. first, first uh I thought you meant date. you went and saw Christine at the movies. No. Nah. Yeah. It says, well, tie oh, in Okay, so Christine. that's like tie in. Okay, I see. Dean Stockwell. Okay. Let me, let me see. Like what, okay. Um, what did you, what was the coolest gift you ever got a girl? <laughs> For Valentine's Day? Um, yeah. Valentine's Day or just like, well, you write girls, you know, stuff when you were dating and okay. I got, okay. I, remember let me tell you, I got lots of stuff. I got all kinds of stuff. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, uh, okay. My girlfriend, my senior year, it's just, it's kind of goofy instead yeah. of giving her a, a Valentine's Day card. I gave her like 50 Valentine's Day cards. Oh. You remember how you could buy those boxes? Yeah. To yeah. your classmates? Yeah. Well, I dumped the whole box of them in her lap. And that, <laughs> did you you mean did you sign them all and each put them together? One had a, a distinct message in it with my signature. Oh. And I put them in the envelope, sealed them, and I dumped the all 50 in her lap. And uh <laughs> I and, love you know, that. I also gave her like you know some a box of chocolate and uh, yeah, I think some remember those pound puppies. Yeah, mm-hmm. gave her some pound yeah. puppies. But a anyway, I gave puppies? her like like 50, <laughs> 50 cards. <laughs> and some pound I love puppies. that. I love that. I love it. I love uh, it. I do love that. Yeah, I love that. I used to. I used to have quite the the fan club of, of of dudes, I guess. Like when when I was younger, and my I remember my my friend Stacy's mom used to say about all these guys that were always calling down there looking for me, and 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 she and people and you know you didn't have the internet, you didn't have a cell phone, you didn't text each other, so like everybody called you on the phone, or you it, like you had to write letters to each other. Like when I moved to Virginia you know, guys I knew from um, up, up here in Pennsylvania would write to me and then they would write to me wherever I, I was. And so like um, when I was with my, my friend Stacy, her mom would say, you have your, like a fan club, you know? And then, then people would, different guys would um, want to come pick me up. You know, when I would, when I lived in Virginia and I'd come back home to visit on the weekend, I didn't have a car. So like, I always had to get a ride from somebody. And her, her mom was like, there's a different guy here, like every weekend, you know, I'm like, 
hey, whatever it takes to get a ride. I need a ride. You know, it's like whoever's available, you know, it's like, she's like, geez, they must have to draw straws or something. I'm like, yeah. So, um, but I used to like meet people like all the time. Like, like, I, I don't, I don't know how, but like, I would just, we just met people. Like when I lived in Virginia, like me and my friend Stacy used to meet people that we work with, but like, even at the travel agency, I used to meet people on the telephone that would want to meet me and I, and I don't know why but it's like but I remember this one guy that um that had a crush on me he used to he used to like he had a he he worked for a company that he went all over the the world and he would like send me postcards from all over the place but I remember I invited him up to a, a party that we were having because we were moving from one apartment to another and he brought me a box of um Godiva roses that were like white and um, milk chocolate and dark chocolate. And I thought that was pretty cool. And then I've had, I got people brought me jewelry. I, I got like a amethyst ring, a blue topaz ring, like a freshwater pearl necklace from Hawaii. You know, I got, I got teddy bears all the time. I got a gold bracelet, I got record albums. Um, you know, one boyfriend bought me like clothes all the time and, and tennis rackets and diamond earrings and a diamond necklace. and. Yeah, I got quite a few few things. I had one one guy that made me these pajamas that he had handmade for me that um, ha had little koala bears on them because I always wanted to go to Australia when I was a, a travel agent. So I remember I met him on the train coming back from when my friend Stacy and I went to um, we went to Washington D.C. for the weekend, and she left and went on a, a cruise from there. And I had to come back on the train by myself. Well, this fr one friend of mine who had picked us up at, at the who worked down there when we lived in Richmond, Virginia, he he was like in the D.C. area. He picked us up and took us out to eat. And he liked me and he wanted to ride back on the train with me because I'd never gone anywhere in my life. It was the first time I ever left home was on the train. And we had just seen the movie Witness with Harrison Ford. Right. With the Amish and my um, office manager had said, um, if you when you go in through the Philadelphia train station, don't go in the bathroom because like that there's a was a murder in that movie that happened there, and uh, and I thought what if I have to really use the bathroom, you know? And she's like, don't because it was like they just that that was based on a true story and like somebody was murdered in the bathroom and like you don't want to use that bathroom, so like I was terrified because then when Stacy left, I had to come home alone, but. But on the way back, I met this guy on the train who was coming back from Virginia, who I ended up meeting, who he asked for my phone number and he lived in Pittsburgh and we would go back up to Punxsy on the weekend and I would meet him there. And, and now he's the one that got me the pajamas because he, he had a lot of money, you know, my mom thought I should have married him, you know, like he, she, she just was like, it was he, what's he, what is his dad single? You know, it's like, I'm like, um, he actually had, was single, but um but I remember my brother, you know, like um, he went to pick him up. We, you know, like you don't, ha you didn't have like a GPS, you know what I mean? Like to get you to where you're going. You think about that, you know, as opposed to now, like I remember he made it to Punxsy and he went to a payphone, and then he called my mom's house. And then I sent my brother and his friend to go down to this like donut place to meet him, to follow. He was going to follow them back to my mom's house. Cause it was just too hard to give directions to get there. So 
they were gone like for an hour. They like, my brother took him out in the middle of, I don't know where to this airport. He like that, this, this little, like, um, you know, commuter, like commuter air, airport, you know? And he's like, I, when he got, his name was Tony, this guy. And he, and he, when he got there, he's like, I'm, I don't have any clue how I'm getting back out of here because, you know, and I thought, where, where were you? And my brother was like laughing his head off. He thought it was like so funny. You know, he's like, yeah, we were out by this airport in the woods and I like going all over the place. I, you know, I didn't know where I was. And, and my brother thought that was really funny, you know? And then, but I remember like this guy came back like on the weekends and we would like go out to eat and he would take my mom and my brother, you know, with us. And um, he had made these pajamas for me. And he, he, I was sitting in the back seat. My, my brother was always, he, he, he was always trying to separate me from like being near any guy. He was, he, no guy was like, he, he didn't like, he didn't like any guy I ever dated. Let's just say that, you know? So um, he sat, he sat in the back with me, my brother did, and, and put my mom in the front seat of the car. And Tony gave me these pajamas and he threw them to me in the back seat. And my brother said, what are you doing giving your dirty laundry to my sister? <laughs> you know, it's like, he was like, you know, do your own laundry. You know, it's like, and he was like, it's a present. You know, it's like, he's like, I got her a present. I had it specially made. And I thought, oh, that was cute. You know, had little koala bears. That's my, my pajamas that he gave me, you know, so but yeah it was just i think dating back then was just so much more like innocent and um it was just i don't know like i i don't i i would not want to be doing that now i don't know where my my son's ever gonna like meet anybody <laughs> you know it's like i just don't know you know it's like it's a different if, if you just can't really trust people you know and but back then like back in the 80s it was just such a it was just such a, a innocent you know time to be you know, dating, you know, and you just would meet people out and, and people socialized, you know, I met people everywhere. So it's like, I, I just, I don't know how people do it now, but you know, I don't know how it works, yeah. but it was fun. You know, it's just like, I, I thought it was fun. You know, it's just like, um, that's why, you know, I mentioned like love connection at the beginning about the two and two thing, but I used to watch love connection all the time and like, listen to how, you know, people used to go on that show and then talk about their dates like what they did and if they liked them or not and if they were jerk or you know whatever if they wanted to go out again did you watch love connection every once in a while so okay maybe it's a girl thing i don't know you know you're watching uh auto man or something sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah ninjas watching ninja shows yeah ninja connection the ninja connection (laughs) that's us that's us there yeah the ninja connection yeah so anyway so we're we're all uh lovey-dovey out i guess for this uh, valentine's day special but we are going to give away a copy of a, another really good romantic uh, movie of the 80s um about last night oh, on cool. blu-ray yeah that's what we're going to give away so our code word for this episode is heart like the band when the Antini and Wilson, you know, so, you know, heart was like eighties, you know, yeah. like the band. And then, and then, so that is our code word. So if people send us a, uh, you know, a, a message and say the word heart, they could, they could win a copy of about last night with Rob Lowe and Demi Moore. That's very cool. Have you seen that? Yes. That had a remake too. Yeah. It's stunk. you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah, I think wasn't like Kevin Hart or something in the remake or something like that or uh, yeah yeah I remember the trailer but, for that. but I loved about last night I, to me it has one of the best soundtracks of like I don't know if you know the soundtrack to it or not but it has a really good 
like bunch of songs on it um, from the eight, like uh, Sheena Easton's on it. Has a lot of good people. I think Bob Seger's on it. Yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah it's a good movie. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening to the Pop Ninja podcast. We will have a new episode every Wednesday. We've got some good ones planned uh, this season, including some cool celebrity interviews. And we invite you to get involved on our Facebook page. We'd love to uh, interact with you there. So uh, leave us messages, post pictures, uh, maybe even tell us what you would like to hear on some podcasts. And we also have a website, uh, popninja.net. Check it out. And as we sign off of today's episode, I want to leave you with this final thought. Okay, just hold on. I'm just going to jump into one without thinking. No thinking. I'm just going to let it flow. Let it flow now. Fast car on the highway, on the byway, Mr. Robotron. Okay, that's not a good one. Uh, I got to move on. I got to move on. You mind if I sit down? No, no, please. Help yourself. Okay. Can't be so critical. Just, Just get out of my head and go. Just go. Hey, you, you're a nice guy. Put your shoes on. Hey, you. Okay, hang on. That's a Smash Mouth song with just different lyrics. No, it's not. It's hey, you, you're... Oh, what the frick? Cut me a break! This is hard! Oh, well, hey, Mel, listen, I say thanks anyway, but if it's okay with you, I'll just keep on plugging. And uh, truthfully, you kind of... Kind of made me feel a little better about myself. You, you know what's hard is the F chord. It, it oh. hurts my fingers. Yeah, that's that's a tough one, Mr. Devil. Uh, tell you what, tell you what else is tough. Staying up this late. I'm sure you gotta go. So uh... wait, 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 wait. I think I got it. I think I got it. Here I go. Okay. Here I go. I'm the devil, and I'm here to say I'm the most evil rapper in the USA. All my homies and my bitches say hi. <laughs> All right, I'm leaving. I'm, I've embarrassed myself. I'm, no, no, I'm no, sorry that, about this. That's okay. These things happen, you know. I'm, I'm kind of tired. Is it cool if I leave through the front door? Yeah, just uh, make sure you jiggle the handle and make sure it locks behind you. All right. Okay. Take her easy. Yeah, you too. Yeah. Take her easy. She's my lady, and that's what I say. Hey, that was kind no. of... No. 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 Sorry. Right. I'm gone. All right. Devil can't write no love songs. Hey. Holy <laughs> devil never could write no love songs. Didn't seem to matter how hard he tried now. And cause the devil never got his heart broke. And the devil never cried. Now.